I'm Erin. And I'm Allie. I am a direct beneficiary of white privilege, and I still think it's garbage. And I'll hit you where it hurts. And And we we hate hate everything. everything. Let it be. Let Let it be. Let it be. We should do our own video. Our non-celebrity Let It Be video. Our non-celebrity Beatles cover. Just like people sweating in their tiny rooms. <laughs> it's just us going, we all live in a yellow submarine. <laughs> yellow submarine. <laughs> and then at the end we go, did that inspire you? <laughs> <laughs> and then in the middle of it, you have to like hit a hard riff, change the key. Oh, yeah. Be off key. Like that oh. one fucking lady that no one knows <gasps> yes. who she is. Who was she? Who are you, man? No one knows. I guess we're doing a podcast now. I Hi, guess, listeners. I guess this is how we started the podcast, is just pontificating about the Beatles. What a shocking change of pace, everybody. What's up, friends? How are you? How are you Internet doing? Friends. I'm slowly losing my mind, Erin. How are you? Well, <laughs> I I feel like I quickly lose my mind and then I quickly regain it again and then I quickly lose it again. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you would call that a spiral or more of like a roller coaster, but um, I believe here. the technical term for it is swings, like you're having some swings. Oh, yes. Mama is having some swings and not the fun kind. No. God, remember by swings. By the fun kind, I don't mean the sex kind. I mean the backyard kind. Okay. Oh, speaking of sex swings, Cara Delevingne and Ashley Benson broke up. Oh, what a shame. What a shame. Were they quarantined together when they broke up? Because that would be awkward. I don't know. All I know is like they got paparazzi shot of like, having to tandem bring a sex swing into their house because it's a large cumbersome box hey you gotta do what you gotta do i was like you cute femmes in <laughs> your sex so I, swing i guess the sex swing didn't uh save the relationship though yes i mean there are some things which the is sex a real swing shame. can't fix not much but i guess a few things some yes 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 what are you drinking friend well i feel a little bad i feel a little guilty. I am drinking a spicy mango cart, which is full of gluten. Oh, very gluten. It's made of gluten. That's like the main ingredient. It is made. Yeah, I'm looking at the ingredient list and it says gluten, spicy, and mango. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, this is from Golden Road. I will give a, sh- a quick oh, shout course. out to our local brewery, which is now owned by some mega corporation, Anheuser-Busch or Budweiser or whatever. Um, but this is a series of beers inspired by the iconic fruit cart vendors of Los Angeles. And a spicy mango cart is especially exciting because have you ever had the spicy mango, like the mango with the, I don't know what it's they called put tahine. on it. Tahine. That's what this beer tastes like. It's really good. Um, I, I'm not a fan of the spicy mango fruit, but I am a fan of spice and mango individually. And I did. I have to shout out Golden Road as well because they do a drive through grocery service of their staples. Mm. And because I think that is like so great and I want to support them, I got myself four six packs of beer before I had my allergy. Oh no. To support them. So now I have just like well now I only have um eight cans of beer to barter with, but I've been bartering for gluten free goods. (laughs) 
because I'm not fucking with the grocery store anymore. No, ma'am. Not anymore. Not Allie. We don't try. Not Allie. That's not not how we're dying. Nope. Nope. I'm not not going to catch COVID. I'm not going to catch COVID picking up a cucumber and then die from it. Sorry. I won't do it. I won't not do the it. Cards this is not for me, to shame man. anyone. This is not to shame anyone who is going to grocery stores. Like we get you it. are Some a brave to to veteran stores. of the pandemic. Bless you. <laughs> That's just not my journey, man. No, 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 no. We're a delivery household <laughs> exclusively. Allie, what are you I'm drinking? I'm drinking passion fruit Lacroix. Because it's what I have in my house that does not contain gluten. Nice. It's also kind of light and fruity. And we've already drank all of my can flavors. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. But I like the passion fruit with the mango. Right? It's, it's thematically, like thematically great. I did buy like it's a carbonated beverage. Yeah. yeah. Would you prefer? Do you like their hefeweizen? Should I bring you some of that? Because I know you're an I don't IPA generally person. Like hef. Yeah. You know what's funny, though? Quarantine Aaron hates IPAs. Really? Yeah. I have so much IPA. I'm not drinking any of it. Wow, I will give you that. He's got all these spicy mango carts and stuff. Yeah. (laughs) So apparently all I want right now is a fruity wheat beer. Yo, that's all I got from Golden Road. I I traded Melon Cart and Pineapple Palisades with Rachel for vegetable broth and baking powder. I mean, you're the queen. You're the queen of quarantine. Yo, this is pioneer days, fam. We are a barter and trade system only. Fuck capitalism. Keep your money. Money has no meaning anymore. What is anything, really? Allez! Tis a Victorian ball. This is where we do our dance. Erin of House Rye. How uh, be what's, you? What's the word I wanted to use? I wanted to call you not a marquee. What's a, a marquesa? Marquise. The marquis de Sade. Yeah. The marquise. No, but that's a guy. Marquis de right? is a woman, I believe. Oh, I don't know anything about the marquis de Sade. <laughs> I know that she wrote anyway. a really weird sex book. I'm going to call you Countess. Oh, I like Countess. I also enjoy Duchess. Um,. Queen Regent. I don't feel. I don't feel that you're a Duchess. Okay. I feel that you could be a Queen Empress. Regent, but like you'll grow into that role. Yeah. Empress, I like for you. Pharaoh like also Empress works. And Countess. Yes. I'm not yes. Egyptian. Pharaoh Ali Chan. Yeah. <laughs> what do you hate? <laughs> I hate Postmates. Whoa. At Postmates. Hot take. At Postmates. Fuck you. Fuck you entirely. Hot take from a delivery family. Oh, yeah. I'm a delivery slut. And I'll tell you what. Fuck Postmates. Why? Talk. Great. Why? How? Let me bring you on this journey I've been on that started last week, but it was mostly today. Um, just as a side note, before I start this podcast, if you are also a delivery slut, um, order directly from the restaurant if and when you can so there's less fees from everybody involved and it benefits your local economy directly. I've been ordering on Postmates and Caviar and shit like that to um, tip these Postmates and you know drivers well during this pandemic uh-huh. times because everyone's struggling and like I will tip you above 20% for delivering food to my house. Well, yeah. So that being said, fuck you Postmates, you're losing all of my business. And probably all of anyone who's listening, I don't know. Do You do you. All I can do is tell you my experience and let you make your own fucking choices with your money. What happened? So part one, 
I I ordered sushi from them and the salmon in it was rancid. Like I could not eat it. It had turned bad. Um, and it was a two-parter mm. of an order and they would not refund me for the shit that I was not able to eat. Right? Weird move. That's fucked that up. That is the shortest part one weird move of them all. Y'all know how I feel about ice cream, right? Oh, yes. This is Passionate. this is something. And we know that it is a shared love with my friend group. Yes. So today, today, May 7th, in the year of our Lord Viola Davis, um, they were running a promo called Send a Pint. And it was to send um, a free, a literal free pint of ice cream to your friends. And this is something that came up in my group chat. And we all love ice cream. So we all like picked another person and we all like got everyone's addresses and we were all so excited. Um, and then like they were running out of flavors and that's to be expected. But I was one of the first people to place an order with my group. I got it delivered to me. It was very, you know, that was successful. Good job. Mm-hmm. I placed an order for my friend Alex, the one who initiated all of this. And um, I used the code send a pint to get my free thing. And they canceled on me. And I was like, okay, fine, fine. That's annoying, but okay. And I placed another replacement order. And they would not let me do the send a pint promo code. And they were charging me for it. And my friends were like, that's unacceptable, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, let me just pay the $13 and, you know, I'll fight this later. Um, I start to drag them on social media as I do, um, just because that's the only way that, <laughs> no, really, that is the only way that customer service no, is true. achieved, is you attempt to drag them on Twitter and then they're like in your DMs actually fixing shit. I did file a formal one with Postmates. Um, but at this point, it's like the second time they sh- they've shit the bed with me in a week, and I'm a delivery slut, <laughs> you know. Like I'm like I'm gonna yeah. break up with you real soon if you don't fix this. Um, so I was then they were like, yeah, when you submit an order, the Postmate marks it as complete when the order's complete. So like that's why it's not applying. And I was like, yes, I agree with you. The point is, is that you canceling this shit was out of my control, and therefore should like should not have been marked as complete this was not in the hands of any postmates i was like i got two postmates they both canceled on me so like tell me why it's marked as complete and they're like ma'am cut to the second order gets canceled they're like your order is scheduled quote unquote the one that i was going to pay for is scheduled for like between two and two thirty at like quarter to three they're like this order is canceled so I'm like fighting for a free ice cream that doesn't exist anymore at this point. And like, y'all, it's one thing if you fuck up my order, that's fine. Feed me rancid sushi. I just won't order from you again. If you're running a promo, that's like, give a gift to your friend. And then your friend gets hyped up for this gift twice and then gets reneged on it twice like that's fucked up also in a pandemic when everyone has limited funds anyway like don't say you're gonna get shit for free and then totally bail on it if you're running a promo for free shit how about you anticipate what the fuck is gonna happen and like don't have the shittiest customer service team in the entire world when the sushi thing happened they were like there's nothing we can do i'm sorry 
I'm like, bitch. That's bullshit, though, because we ordered Postmates and something wasn't there. And we just said, hey, this isn't here. And they immediately refunded it. I didn't even have to talk to a human. Oh, yeah. Just the computer refunded it. They went, there's nothing. I think the exact words were, there's nothing we can do about this. And I'm like, bitch, there is not a promo code. There is not a partial refund that you can fucking swing me. Like, they just straight up suck. So I'm livid and i'm not fucking happy with postmates all of my other friends like got their ice cream okay so that mission was accomplished but i just felt really shitty that like my friend who initiated this did not get hers fulfilled so i rage went to caviar another delivery service in la to van lewin's which is an ice cream place by her. I got her two pints. I paid real money for it. She was like, please don't do that. You don't have to. I'm baking a pie right now. And I'm like, bitch, put this in your freezer for later. It's not about that. I'm getting yeah. you your ice cream. Fuck you. Um, so I got her two pints of ice cream that I paid real money for. And it was there within like 15 minutes because some places actually function well. And Postmates... Because it's not that hard. ...is not about fucking being an okay delivery service. So that being said, do not go through Postmates. If you see a restaurant on Postmates, go directly to the restaurant and benefit those businesses directly. There is no need to involve now, a middleman. Sometimes, sometimes you can't. Sometimes you need to involve Postmates. you'll try to do that and you'll say, oh, let's go straight to the Tender Greens website and give them our money, not Postmates. And then it says, fulfilled by Postmates. Yeah. And you're like, well, shit. So then. if and when possible, <laughs> please do that. Um, I have to tell you, Allie, when you started talking about this, I got a little hype because Rob also saw that promo today. Mm-hmm. And he went in and was like, oh, my gosh, we've been talking about getting ice cream. Let's get some ice cream. And I don't it sounds like he had a different experience from you, but still a bullshit. Experience what happened to him? Where like, well, he went in and like had put the things in the card and whatever. And somehow for him, even after applying the discount code and all this shit, it was coming to like nineteen dollars for a pint of ice cream. Yeah, it's stupid. And not even like a, the fancy ice cream that we like, you know, it was like. You know, grocery store ice cream. Yeah, like fucking Briars. And yeah, and it was so dumb. And I, we, Rob was just like, what the fuck? Like, no, if I'm going to pay $19 for a pint of ice cream, like with all the fees and the delivery and the whatever, I'm going to get some good fucking ice cream, right? I'm going to get salt and straw or Jenny's or Van Leeuwen or something. Yeah. And then, you know, or a pie. I want a pie from Magpie's. Oh my God. I want a Magpie's pie. (gasps) Oh my God. I want that one with the honeycomb. Oh, bitch. The cornflake one. Oh, Holy shit. I think I can eat that. I know it's vegan. I think it might be gluten-free also. It depends on their crust. But either way, like, you can <sighs> fuck with my order and that's fine. But you do not fuck with my friend group's relationship to ice cream. <laughs> that's not the bridge you burn, Postmates. That is a sacred that bond. That is a sacred bond amongst girls. Like, you can't I feel like fucking every do group that. of friends has an ice cream bond, though. Yeah. I don't know. Like my group of friends, our ice cream bond is that when we get together at home in Uh Florida, we always get a gallon of Bluebell vanilla ice cream, homemade vanilla with strawberries. 
It's not strawberry ice cream. It's vanilla ice cream with frozen strawberries in it. And it's so fucking good. I don't even think they make it oh anymore. My God. But we also used to get like homemade vanilla and peaches. But that's our like, you know, it's our regional ice oh, cream. Oh, for sure. And we would get the gallon and we would all have a spoon and we would just eat an entire gallon of ice cream between the five oh, of like us. Oh, like from the carton too, right? <laughs> oh, oh, my yeah. God. Okay. So that's oh, yeah. us. That's our love that's language. That's us in Jersey. But um, Turkey Hill Mint Chip. Ah. But out here, since we all live out here, we like we're frequent flyers of all of the ice cream places here, but like especially salt and straw. So I mean, fuck you, Postmates. Like I tried with you. I tried to be reasonable and shit. I'm like trying to like be cute about it and polite. But the fact that you completely misunderstand me and then mishandle shit twice and then drop the ball twice on a promo that you fucking invented, like go fuck yourself. And it had to be ice cream. It had to be friends and ice cream. Like fuck off, man. And I'm good at dragging people on the internet. I'll drag you to shit. Fuck you. Postmates at Postmates. Get at me. Catch these hands, bitch. But if you want to sponsor us and send us free shit, like, we'll consider Or don't. (laughs) Get at me, Caviar. I would love to be sponsored by you. So that was my bullshit. Yeah. Um, Aaron, what do you hate? (laughs) This podcast could alternatively be titled Allie's Petty Bullshit. Or Collective Bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that'd be a good title. Our Collective Bullshit. (laughs) I don't think anybody would listen to that. What do I hate? Um, it's hard to say exactly. Like, I'm ha- I'm struggling to put it into words because, like, I like, do I hate America? Is that what I, I think hate? you might hate that police system that did not arrest those people? I think I maybe just hate America. Though. Oh, that's um, fine. Yeah. Of course I hate white supremacy. Of course I hate racist policing. Of course I hate injustice in the quote-unquote justice system. But, like, I feel like I've gone to kind of a dark place. And I'm just like, it. it's 2020. We're in the midst of a global pandemic. And we're still fucking dealing with this shit. And it, like, I, I feel... Sometimes I just feel like giving up, Mm -hmm. I guess, is where I've been lately. So um, giving up on life or giving up on America? I don't know, Allie. Maybe both. Anyway, we'll get it. We'll get back around. All right. That that sounded vaguely suicidal. I'm just letting you know. It's fine. (laughs) It's I'm not suicidal, but I have questions. Um, (laughs) I'm not suicidal, but like, Like, why live? How do you do it? Like, why Why live live anymore? And where can I get it? No, I'm just kidding, guys. I'm not suicidal. I promise. I promise. Mom, don't freak out. Don't Baker act me. Um, So (laughs) we've had another lynching in modern day America. uh, And it's a story that's been rumbling around for a couple months that I, I knew about. But it feels like it's it's come to a head once again because no one has been arrested, no one has been charged, and there's a fucking video showing everything. So there was a, a young man, a 25-year-old, who was jogging in a neighborhood in Georgia uh, in February. So this all happened before we were on lockdown. So it was February 23rd, and... 
What we learned at the time, which already sounded pretty fucking bad, was that two white men were armed and they chased down a man that they assumed to be a burglar in their neighborhood and they shot him, quote, in self-defense. Now, already anyone who pays attention is going, uh, wait a minute, you chased him down and then you shot him in self-defense? Like, that's Did he strange. steal from them? Uh, like... Did he? St- and then the question becomes, did he steal from anyone? And the answer is no. The answer is this was a 25 year old man out for a literal jog, uh, an avid runner who is just running in broad daylight. While black, though. These men, while black, heaven forbid, these men were sitting in their homes, saw this man jogging by, jogging, jogging, guys, in jogging clothes like a jogger. And they thought, oh, he must be responsible for all of the break-ins in our neighborhood lately. It was a father and son. They got in their car, in their fucking pickup truck, and they chased him down and murdered him. And anybody who says different is a racist piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, I have to go there, but I There's do. no different um, interpretations. There's the facts there that isn't. are on video that these men went out of their way to murder another human being. And I said I wasn't going to watch the video, and I I don't know how I feel about the video being out there. The man's name, by the way, the man who was murdered in cold blood, his name is Ahmad Arbery, um, and it it like I don't even want to say I I don't even want to say the names of the the dudes that fucking don't. did it that don't. everybody knows did it, but it's a father and son, and like I just. I don't know. I And I wasn't going to watch the video because I was like, I know that's going to upset me. And I don't even know if I should be watching it because, like, is this a snuff film? Is this murder porn? Like, is this really what we've come to? Oh, where, like, people for of color sure. have to watch video Are you after video after like, video every of time, themselves being yeah, killed? Yeah, every time this fucking happens, like, somehow there's a videographer fucking on the scene filming this shit. But, but listen, and then it gets Allie, distributed. at the same time... What was going to happen if there wasn't a video? Less would happen. There would be less outrage. But, like, point being, like, video is taken and, like, distributed and then consumed when it's, like, people of color and especially black people because this is our modern day, like, public stuff. It just fucking sucks because, like, there is no, there's no, there's no good answer here. The good answer, like, look, of course, the good answer is for this to not happen. Of course. Because it's fucking 2020. This should not be happening. You should not feel that a black person in your neighborhood must have committed a crime and therefore you must go be a fucking vigilante justice maker and kill them. Yeah. That's fucked up from from jump, mm-hmm. right? But let's 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 acknowledge, let's say like okay, so that happens. Then what should happen? The DA should fucking bring charges against the people who murdered a man in broad daylight. On film. Not Difficult. They made the evidence Not themselves. They did. Or a, th- a third party who was probably with them made the evidence. So the man who killed him, the older man, used to be an investigator for the county's district attorney's office. Brunswick is where we are in South Georgia. Mm-hmm. 
And two DAs recuse themselves from the case, I guess Why? because of conflict of interest, because they fucking wanted to bury it, Allie. The police got all of this. They got the video. They've had the video since the day it happened. They have had the video and they did nothing because they wanted to protect one of their own, one of the good old boys, right, who's in their little club, in their little law enforcement club, yeah. Couldn't possibly have done anything no. wrong. Mm-mm. And Mm-mm. that's what's so frustrating, though, is that like people have been talking about this, like people have been talking and we're, we've all been like, hey, this this smells fishy. This isn't right. This definitely isn't right. This was definitely a cold blooded murder because the dude was unarmed, right? Unarmed, chased down and shot. And then but but like that's not enough for people. That's not enough. So like they the video had to come out. People are talking about it now because of the video. And now they're saying that they need to convene a grand jury to decide whether or not to bring charges when they could just bring charges. They could just bring charges and they are choosing not to because they are chicken shit racist pieces of shit. Sorry. That's how I feel. I agree. I believe that is the technical clinical term for this fuckery that is happening. Like and and we're in the midst of a pandemic. This grand jury, this big grand jury that they're going to convene is not going to happen until June at the earliest. What the fuck, man? So like this family whose whose young adult son was taken from them now has to wait and wait and wait. And you know what else happened to that family? They have been asking for the video since day one. They have been asking the police department for the video. The police department would not give them the fucking video. So they had to see it on social media with the rest of us. And that is fucked up. Everything about the situation is entirely (sighs) unacceptable. It honestly feels like like the Emmett Till execution, you know, because it was the men who were chasing down this boy for whistling at a woman that he was doing. And I. Mm. And look, y'all, I watched the video so you don't have to. Here's what happens in the video. There is a man in a truck who is driving after a, a young black man who is running in fucking jogging clothes. And. There you see in front, you see another truck stopped in the middle of the street waiting. There's a man in the back with a gun. And then there's another man who gets out of the truck. And the the black man tries to run around the other side of the truck, like just running around it to try to like get away. And the guy comes around the front of the truck and basically meets him in the front of the truck, pointing a shotgun at him. So the young man tries to grab the shotgun, right, to not die to not be murdered this is what actual self-defense looks like someone's chased you down and they're pointing a gun at you and you try to grab the gun so they don't kill you that's called self-defense and he ends up getting shot of course because there were armed men with guns pointing them at him and it's just so fucking heartbreaking and there's just no way around it like They're claiming it was self-defense, but there's no way you can't claim self-defense like, oh, I hunted someone down and pointed a gun in their face and they fought back. They tried to live. How dare they try to live like, no, he was defending himself against you crazy pieces of shit. What did you want this person to do when a non-uniformed person who has been chasing you points a gun at you? Yeah. 
what are you supposed to do? Right. Because this is one of those where no, no fucking white people, conservative, whatever, whatever you may be, liberal, conservative. I don't give a shit. Nobody can look at this video and say, oh, well, if only he had blank. Right. Because that's always the answer. Well, if only. Tamir Rice hadn't been playing with a pellet gun. Well, if only Michael Brown hadn't stolen that pack of cigarettes. Well, if only Eric Garner hadn't been, you know, selling loose cigarettes on the street. Right. All of these things that, that people use as an excuse, as if it's worth dying over for a child to be playing with a toy gun, for a young person to shoplift like that's worth the fucking death penalty. But in this case, they don't have any of those excuses. So I'm really curious to see what they say now, because there is no excuse. It was a fucking murder. And I think, like, I've been in a bit of a dark place lately. Times are tough, y'all. We're in the middle of a global pandemic. We have two presidential candidates who are old white men accused of sexual assault. We have just, like, I don't know. Like, I'm just... Murder hornets, also aliens, like. Like, I don't even give a shit about the murder hornets. Like, I cared for a second, but then I was like, black people are dying in the streets. Still. 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 Still today. And I can't give a shit about the murder hornets right now. I did watch a video of a praying mantis eating the head of a murder hornet. I was going to say, that was really fucking cathartic. That is a big 2020 move. Let's release the manti. I'm going to read an, a journal entry. <laughs> this is like very vulnerable. I actually don't even know what this journal You're entry says. You're really brave out here fucking reading diary entries. Dude, I'm reading a goddamn diary entry. I wrote this down on my phone in the middle of the night on uh, about a week ago. <laughs> this is what I've written. Do you ever wonder if anything has ever been good? Yeah, my generation has lived slash is living through some tough shit, but I think about those who lived through Vietnam, world wars, 300 years of slavery, and I wonder, has it ever been good? Our government has directly caused, endorsed, or turned a blind eye to horror after horror from its inception till today, despite whatever fairy tales we want to tell ourselves about our founding fathers. And before that, tyranny, feudalism, scraping out an existence while enduring the cold forces of nature, has any of it actually been good? These are just questions I have at two in the morning now. You know tomorrow would have been his 26th birthday, right? I do know that. So the day that this podcast is released, people are using hashtag run with mod. People are getting out and running 2.23 miles because he died on February 23rd, 223. Um, he would have been 26 tomorrow. And like, I'm just, I'm just tired. And I know like, and I'm a white person. So like, I also want to, you know, raise my hand and say that I know the pain that I am feeling is not the same pain that black people are feeling, that black families are feeling. And I, I, I acknowledge and understand that, right? Like neither of us are black. There is a special pain that we don't get to. We don't get to claim that, you know, but like, I just, it just sucks that we are still here. And it's not going away and it feels sometimes like it's getting worse. And honestly, Allie, if if 
if the orange monster wins again in November, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Definitely not have children because why the world is a shit fire. But like, honestly, I, I just don't know. And I don't know. It's like, I don't want to be the like white feminist lady, like crying over, you know, an, a results of an election that like, I know that my privilege remains intact. Yeah, of course. But I just like, can't. It's just hard. It's just hard. It just fucking sucks. 2020 fucking sucks. And I'm I'm tired of talking about this, you know, like and I and I know that black people are even more tired of talking about it because they've been talking about it longer and more frequently. But like, how have we not like, I don't know, is humanity just shit? (laughs) That's my question of the day. Allie, you got any answers for me? (laughs) No, fresh out. (sighs) Fuck. I hate it. This week's episode of Erin and Allie has been brought to you by Your Phone. Are you feeling helpless during these times? You can take your phone and dial 912-554-7200 and speak to the state of Georgia and demand justice for Ahmad. Use your fucking phone. You can also use your phone to donate to the ACLU and the NAACP of Georgia to bring justice to Ahmad. Use your phone. You can text justice to 55156 to sign a petition demanding justice for Ahmad. You can also use your phone to go to colorofchange.org and sign up for some petitions. You can also go to blacklivesmatter.com, find your local chapter, and get involved. Use your fucking phone. Is speaking on the phone with other people scary for you? Too bad. If that's your biggest problem, too bad. Are you alive right now? You're lucky. Again, dial 912-554-7200 and demand justice for Ahmad. You know it's two feet away from you at all times, so use it. This episode of Aaron and Allie is also brought to you by dogs. Are you feeling sad? Feel like the world is ending? Feel like climate change is heating up our earth until we become baked in an oven of injustice? Pet a dog. Don't have a dog? Doesn't matter. Go to www.google.com. Type in the word dogs. Pick the cutest dog you can find. Pull it up. Make it full screen. It's now your phone background. Do you remember your phone? It's now better because it has dogs. When I lay down on the ground and roll around in public on my back, people think I'm crazy. When my dog does it, it's very cute and lifts my spirits. Dogs. Dogs. If you want a temporary solution to a permanent problem of living in a fucked up world, foster a dog. The foster place pays for fucking everything and you get to return it when you're done with this pandemic. Dogs. Or you foster fail, you keep the dog forever, and now she's your best friend. Dogs! <laughs> dogs, dogs, End of the ads. End of ads. End, End of, of ads. ads. Thank you again so much to all of our incredible sponsors during this time. We really appreciate uh, all of your support. Now, um, if anyone out there knows anyone who will support us with actual money, that would be great. Yes. <laughs> 
So um, we'll be waiting right here. You know where to find us. You know where to find us. In fact, we'll tell you now. Aaron and Allie at gmail.com, at Aaron and Allie on Instagram, 818 Left Wet. Those are the places. I said it in the middle of the show. What? what? Plot twist. Plot twist. Allie, you know, the talking about dogs already cheered me I'm up a glad. little bit. But let's, let's take this shit all the way. All the way. Allie, what do you not hate? What do you love? I don't even hate to say it. I love... The little butthole girl. Um, I wish I didn't know what you're talking about, but I absolutely do. So tell the people her what you name mean. is Jolie. She's adorable. I'm sure you've seen her. If you're if you're an internet creature, you've seen her and you've seen this video. Lisa Rifle Dunn posted a video of her daughter singing this song called um, "I Wonder What's Inside Your Butthole" on her guitar. Mm. Um, and honestly, it's good. It's a good song. It's got a nice How rhythm. Old is this child? She's eight. Eight years old and the true poet of our times. The poet laureate, Jolie. These are the lyrics, ready? I wonder what's inside your butthole. Maybe there's astronauts, maybe there's aliens all inside your butthole. What's inside your butthole? I always want to know. What's inside your butthole? I always want to know. And it repeats and repeats. And y'all, it is exactly what we need right now. And how do I know it's exactly what we need right now? Is it caught on and it's catchy as fuck? Tom DeLonge did a cover of it. Um, as did a bunch of other musicians. Someone did a remix. This is what we need. You know what? I sent it to our friend who just got diagnosed with colon cancer. Like, because it's a fun song about buttholes. About buttholes and what's inside them. In her case, cancer. Not, Not so great. great. But, you know, maybe there's also astronauts. Maybe there's aliens. Yes, and I knew that our, All inside and I knew that our friend would enjoy a pontificating child being like, maybe there's aliens in your butthole. It's just like also like the seriousness with which she performs this like she really thought about this song and then she's like really performing yeah. it like she but but it's it's tongue in cheek right like she knows she's being a little saucy but she's also seriously wants to know what's inside your yeah mom. like simultaneously it's really high it's, art <laughs> it is you know the song of our times I want this girl to headline Coachella I want her to win a Grammy I want her to get a fucking record deal. I want more songs about different body parts and their potential yes. origins. Give it to me, Jolie. I want all of her songs on vinyl. It's also just like, I think it's a sign of our times also that the fir- the video went up like in the morning one day and within like four hours, someone had done a fully produced remix of the song that was like very very good but this is the kind of time we all have on our hands right now there were like three remixes by end of day we're not doing other things (laughs) no we're all on twitter watching videos of children singing about buttholes that's our life now that's what what we're doing and you know what it brought me an extreme amount of joy and i hope that she stays unaware of all of the internet kerfuffle of it and i hope it doesn't wreck her personality but i hope her mom is like put out more shit people like it 
The people are hungry for it. We are hungry for this content, for this eight-year-old guitar-playing content. That's what we want right now. She's a prodigy. A true... (laughs) A true genius, you know? I think we throw that word around too much, but I don't think her genius can be overstated, frankly. She's the voice of her generation. You know, whatever comes after Gen Z. I can't say that I'm familiar with any other uh, small people of that generation other than maybe one of my friend's kids. I don't know very many eight-year-olds. I do. I would hazard a guess that... Oh, yeah, you do. You do know a lot of eight-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Is she speaking for all of them, do you think, Allie? Oh, Butthole Girl? Yeah, I think she. I think it's um, a major concern of elementary school-aged children at this point. And I think that her hypotheses about what is inside your butthole, other than obviously fecal matter, um, really speaks to... Which she doesn't to, even mention. Right. She does. You know what? That's how you know she she's an artist. Little, she didn't go poop. Yeah. That that was an obvious choice, you know? Yeah, that was too obvious. This is, and, you know, she keeps it clean. Yeah, she kept it clean and she kept it absurd, which we appreciate. And her choice of astronauts and aliens, I think, really was a gender neutral pick. Oh, yeah, um, certainly. So I do appreciate that. I'm aware that well, trucks aren't be... gendered and like nothing is really gendered unless, you know, you're speaking directly about gender. But I think she was aiming for the universality of relatable topics when it comes to eight-year-olds. Well, you know, I hear that this generation, these these eight-year-olds today are are pretty gender. uh, They're they're very gender progressive. Oh, for sure. They have much more uh, fluid, open ideas about gender than than even you and I, Allie. I will say, though, the kids that I nanny will sometimes like ask me about gender. Or one one time, Izzy brought it up and was like, "You're not gonna want to answer this." And I was like, "Yeah, try me." <laughs> she was like, "I know it's a weird topic." I'm like, "It's not. Let's talk about gender. What's up?" <laughs> what was the question? I want to say it was like, "How do you know you're a boy?" And how do you know you're a girl? But the way she phrased it was like, "When you're born," and the doctor says, "Blah blah blah," and that's not what you really are. I'm like, "Yeah, that's real." <laughs> So really, she was just like, yeah, uh, can you she confirm? was like, how do doctors know? I'm like, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. They make they make a guess based on she the was like, parts, explain a complicated science to me. I was like, it's not science. <laughs> Next. <laughs> well, bless bless all the eight year olds. Oh, love them. Bless them. Bless up and especially bless Jolie and that goddamn butthole song. Keep at it, girl. I love you so much. <sighs> Aaron Elizabeth Rye, yes, what do you not hate? What do you love or hate to say that you love, ma'am? I don't hate to say it. Well, okay. I do hate to say it a little bit because I only wish I had done it sooner. We redid our deck and now i fucking love it yay you also have a new deck that started getting built while i was house sitting (laughs) it is the happiest place to be um backstory is that yes there's a new deck but there's always been a deck there yeah right that we could have done something with and i've been talking about doing something with the deck for literally years since we moved in 
Yeah, since we moved in, because it's like, oh, my gosh, we have this amazing outdoor space. We have this deck. What are we going to do with it? And we got some patio furniture, which was good. And like for a little while, we were kind of using it and sitting out there sometimes. Um, But realistically, like one little patio couch does not a deck make. Mm-hmm. Right. It needed more. It needed to be a comfortable, cozy, welcoming spot. Yeah. And now it finally is. And all it took was a global pandemic, guys, for Rob and I to have time and to have the impetus to want to make our deck beautiful. Walk me through this visual tour of the mind. Okay, so one of the first things that happened, this happened a while ago, but Rob got this like sports locker. Mm -hmm. Um, that where we can just like store random shit. We also got a couple boxes that go under the house. We wrap them up in a tarp. And so they are now protected from the elements. So that helped clear some clutter from, you know, the deck and like the just inside of our house space. Yeah. Then what, so that was, but that was a while ago. So what's happened most recently is, uh, we finally built the grill that Rob got for Christmas. Oh my God. Which yay. has been sitting in our sunroom f- since Christmas. And, um, it was very exciting and we did it together. I was the foreman and Rob was mostly the laborer. Uh, <gasps> but it was very good for us. It was very, it was like a team building exercise because these instructions, they were not good. They did not have any, I don't know, like actual instructive qualities to them. It was, did you get a grill like, from Ikea? Like, was this no. just pictures in Swedish? <laughs> no, it's like a fancy fucking like brand name grill. That's what I thought. I like, know. I've seen the like, it's not box. like fancy, fancy, but it's like a brand. It's not from Ikea. It's not from Ikea, but the instructions... And there's no reason for the instructions to be that shitty. They were not good, my friends. But guess what? We figured it out, and it was so great. And then we also got... Well, I got... I've had this flamingo on the deck, which was really also part of, like, the inspiration for just, like, what I wanted the vibe to be. Mm -hmm. I found this life-size... Not really life-size... Larger than life size flamingo at uh, TJ Maxx. This must have been like six months or a year it's ago. It's huge. And it's, it's just been sitting there flamingo. by itself. It was on sale, guys. It was on sale. So I had to get it. And now it is It is not really like it doesn't guide our color palette really, but it, it just guides the vibe because the vibe we're going for is like flamingo realness. So just like bright poppy fun probably in florida you know like that's a that's a mingo vibe that we are getting down with um so we've got the mingo that's fully six feet tall we have i know uh, know. (laughs) how did you fit a six foot flamingo into either your or rob's car like what did you do remember i think it's probably went in rob's car and it probably sat all the way through the middle console and like with its head right next to our heads (laughs) i'm pretty sure that's how it happened yeah i love this fucking flamingo um so the biggest honestly the biggest game changer was the umbrella we did a lot of research we were gonna do shade sales 
because here's the problem, guys. The the patio with no shade, it gets full sun from about noon to like 6 p.m., which is really uncomfortable. You bake, bake, bake. And even if it's like fairly nice or there's a breeze, you can't sit out there because it's just like you're baking in the sun. Charlotte calls those shade things pizza leaves. Oh, see, we thought about getting pizza leaves and then we were concerned about where to affix them and how. And we started researching umbrellas and we ended up getting this really cool umbrella that like does a 360 degree swivel. It goes, it it does all the different tilting. It can change the angle and inside in the inside part there are led lights that are (gasps) solar powered bitch (laughs) so in the evening when it starts to get dark you can just flip on the switch and you've got your little led solar lights on inside the umbrella oh my Uh, god we also got a real actual screen for our projector that we've had for ages but we used to just like tack a bed sheet up and it looked not a queen size bed sheet that you (laughs) staple gunned to the side of your cabin hey I make shit work, Allie. You do. I, it might not be pretty. I directly appreciated that like screener system. We watched so much of Game of Thrones out there. We did. But now we have this great screen that like is actually serving the the purpose for which it was built. It wasn't hard to put up. We have a beautiful rug. Our color palette is like blues and greens, tropical uh-huh. blues and greens with pops of color. So we have like a lime green bar cart, which we had a whole Ooh. drama with the bar cart. We thought the wheel wasn't going to go on. We thought we were going to have to send it back and get a new one. And then finally, we just like got the wheel on because we're so smart. I also see you um, working at a little side table sometimes. Yes. Oh, yes. I totally forgot. We also have a little bistro table and chairs, which is a nice kind of like minty teal. Yeah. Um, which is truly, truly wonderful. I can now I go outside and I sit and I have my coffee and like I paint my nails out there because it's annoying to paint your nails in the house and then they can like dry in the sun. I just like I want to be out there. 24 hours a day. Rob, I Rob, that. I think like he likes it, but he also likes to sit inside with his big screen TV and not me. I'm like, just let, let me sit outside for hours and hours and hours. You Florida child. <sighs> it's so good. We watched um, Coco on the projector. Did you cry your Cinco face off? Uh, yeah, of course I did. <laughs> I was like, are you ready to cry? Because I'm ready to cry. <laughs> We cried. It was wonderful. I just like I love being outside. I love that this space that has been so neglected, frankly, yeah. for so long is finally coming together. And some of the old things I got perfectly match. You know, those I have these blue and green like outdoor plastic glasses and they perfectly oh, yeah. match everything. And you got those like before we even had deck furniture. I did. It's so great. Um, and the, so today is coming a piece that's going to really pull it all together, which you're going to really appreciate, I think, Allie. Uh-huh. Um, we got a welcome mat. <gasps> love. And it's got a cute pineapple on it. Oh, love a napple. So I know Napples you and mingos. Those are our Allie things, Chan. man. So we have a little homage to Allie Aww, on the deck. I um, love I that. I also like almost cried because I was sitting there talking to Rob and I was like, I'm going to send a picture to Allie, but I wish Allie was here because Allie would appreciate this more than anybody else because Allie lived here and she knows what it's like. And, blah, 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 and I, you know, they had a whole thing. Um, but then Shay I also thinks that whole rug is her bed. Oh, yeah. The dog is thrilled. The dog is fucking thrilled. Couldn't be happier. She's living her best life. She's like, thank um, you for the largest bed in the outside for yeah. the sun dog. 
It's hard, though, because I'll bring her real bad out there and tell her to go to her place. And she's like, bitch, I'm in my place. This rug is my place. What are you talking about? It's a bed, (laughs) mom. A massive bed. And then uh, the real, like, what is it? What's the word? Caveat emptor. What? The piece de resistance. Okay. <laughs> I'm just throwing out some words, phrases in other languages that piece I don't de understand. Sounds. The piece de resistance is that my mother is custom sewing, because of course she is, is custom sewing new covers for the outdoor furniture that we already have. That is these like beautiful green and blue and teal palm fronds. And once that's done, we are going to truly be riding in style. So, um, yeah, guys, I love my fucking deck. If any of you have an outdoor space, I highly recommend do a little overhaul of it. Make it a happy place to be. My mom did hers in quarantine. Oh, it's just like you need it, right? Because there's nowhere else you can go that's outside. (laughs) Yep. So you got to make whatever outside you have as as happy a place as it can be. And then you can escape all the world's troubles. Hooray. Woo. Am I overcompensating? Maybe. Maybe. Whew. Allie Elizabeth Chan. Yo. How do you feel? I feel sweaty. I feel like um, the thing that my current place has in common with my old place, aka where you live now, is that all of your natural light comes from one side of the house. So (laughs) just between the times of (laughs) noon and six, you bake very slowly in an oven of your own making. So... The morning is nice and cool, and then it just becomes that's the preheat setting, and then it just becomes the hottest place to be. It becomes the center of the sun. So, how are you feeling? I'm feeling exactly the same way. This is our dedication to this podcast: is that we both turned off our air conditioners, yes, in order to do it. So, I want you all to know that this sweat is for you. This podcast is also sponsored by Western Facing Windows. You got to they're, they're the, the worst. <laughs> but like honestly what would be worse? Like getting baked in the morning or getting cooked in the evening? I don't know. They both They suck. both kind of suck. Both you suck. just got to pick your poison, man. Allie. Yeah. Do we have any new reviews? We do. We have a new Yay. review from someone whose subject line says amazing podcast with three exclamation points. Oh, that's um, nice. This person identifies as I write reviews 22. So good job. Um, good job. They, their review says, I cannot shut up about this podcast. I'm constantly talking about it with my friends and family to the point where they think, where they all may <laughs> think that I am literally going crazy. I feel like I'm right there screaming my hates with Aaron and Allie. You need this in your life. I don't care who you are. Please listen to this podcast. Oh, that's so nice. We're your invisible friends. Oh, I'm glad we can give you company during these times. That's so great. Yeah, we're turning into your invisible friends. Everyone's going to think you're crazy. And you know what? If you're friends with us, maybe you are. (laughs) But maybe it's a good thing. I mean... There's worse things to be. Uh, that's a great reminder, though. If you listen to this podcast and you like listening to it, I mean, I hope you do. If right? you've gotten this far, you probably like listening to it. If you don't it, like listening to it, why are you torturing yourself? <laughs> why are you here? Go away. <laughs> <laughs> 
But if you do like listening, tell a friend. I'm sure you have one friend that you think has a similar point of view to you, and maybe they'll like it too. Yeah. So share it with a friend. Maybe you need Send a, them a link. Yeah, we'll be your good company on your rage walks that you take outside because it's the only form of yes. adventure that you have. Um, you That's can also email us at erinandallie@gmail.com. We said that already. Wait, do we have an do we have an email? We do have an email. Ooh. Now, this email is from the past. Ooh. 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 Time travel. Uh, <laughs> so this is an email from someone uh, quite close to myself and Allie mm-hmm. uh, who sent this. She sent this email right after we finished recording our last episode. So she did not yet know about Allie's gluten allergy. But this is from... Uh, This is from a nurse practitioner who listens to the podcast. Uh, I love the first sentence, which is just, Allie, forget that radical and rigid FODMAP diet. Just cutting right (laughs) to the point. Get right to the point. What are we doing? Allie, no. No. You don't have IBS. No. She says, if you have other, no other symptoms of IBS, it's way too extreme to try as a first line intervention for the belly fat slash sudden unexpected weight gain. First, get thyroid labs done. Now, this is not relevant to Allie anymore because she knows that she has a gluten allergy. And I got my thyroid tested and my hormone levels are normal. Yes. So she did all of this. Very good job. Um, But this is just for anybody else out there who might be going through the same thing. Yeah. Hypothyroidism is common and easy and cheap to rule out as a cause and pretty simple to treat. So if you're having some kind of issue with this, definitely get your thyroid checked because that might be the problem. Um, Other considerations, stress elevates cortisol levels and results in changes in metabolism, producing increased belly fat stores, which is super annoying, right? Like, why? I'm already stressed. Why do I have a fat belly? (laughs) Mm hmm. A diet high in carbs and sugars is pro-inflammatory and can exacerbate all this. A diet rich in fresh fruits and veggies and good omega-3 fats is anti-inflammatory. And your healthy microbiome influences the immune system, can significantly decrease the negative impact of stress and inflammation. This has been your little science corner. Uh, The microbiome is very important. I've talked about it before. Uh, Go look up the episode, Poop is Magic. It's my favorite. Oh, God. (laughs) Anyway, she also recommends probiotics, vitamin D3, and omega-3s and uh, getting some sleep, like eight hours. That's Ooh, what we're supposed I to do, I am sleeping y'all. a solid 10, so do not worry that about that, ma'am. We do. She signs off. Love you. No fat shame, Mama Rye. That's my Aww. mom, y'all, if you, didn't, if you didn't figure that out yet. Love my mom. Mama Rye. Thanks, Mom. Appreciate you. Allie has a gluten allergy, but these things are still helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably for all of us, yeah, right? We don't really yeah, want to be inflamed. Yeah, because I mean, like, everyone, <laughs> look, you're staying inside. You need more vitamin D. Yes. You're not right? getting it. <laughs> I don't care who yeah. you are or where you live. You're not getting as much vitamin D as you usually no. do. And you're probably not eating. I mean, I maybe some people are. Maybe some people are eating better. I will just speak for myself. I'm eating a lot more carbs and sugar than usual. And I'm moving a lot less. So all of these are good advice. Maybe also move. I don't know. Again, the issue is that Allie has been doing all of that, all of those good things. And she still had issues. If you're more and that's like how me, you know that you're sick. <laughs> yes. If you're more like me and you're like, oh, wow, I have a fat belly, but it's because I don't move my body and I eat carbs and sugar. Um, then these suggestions might be extra good for you. <laughs> Anyway, friends, if you want to email us, you can do it, too. And we'll read whatever bullshit you send us. Aaron and Allie at gmail.com. That's where you can find us. Yeah. 
Uh, you could also get at us at Erin and Allie on all social meds. All the social meds, Twitter, Insta, we are there. You can Ooh. click these things down in our show notes along with the hotline. Haven't gotten a call Ooh. on the hotline in a while. We'd love to hear your beautiful voices. We'd love a voicemail from you. So leave us a message, 818-LEFT-WET. Uh, if you want us individually, I'm at Allie Chan. I'm at Aaron the Rye. We also exist. We're here all the time. We have nothing else to do. And neither <sighs> do you. So hit us up. And we know you hate shit. So just join the fucking oh club, God. man. We know. Give us your hot tips for quarantine. Give us your number one hates. <laughs> we're done being better. positive. Help we're done. Scream. We're back. We're back to we're back to before. We gave it a good try. Gave it a good try. But we'll still take your quarantine tips. Make us happier. I dare you. Well, I'm Aaron. And I'm Allie. And we, we hate, hate everything. everything. Oh my god. We did it. Oh no, I'm burpy now. Well, you drank a beer, babe. Oh no. I know. And it made me burpy.